Hi, my name is Colin Skimbeng, and I'm the sugarcane breeder for the Louisiana State University Agricultural Center. I am domiciled here at the Sugar Research Station in St. Gabriel, Louisiana. I would like to take advantage of this um, virtual field day presentation model to give you a glimpse of the very early stages of the sugarcane variety development program. Most of this research happens here on the station and uh, probably most of our stakeholders may not be familiar with what we do during the very early stages of the variety development program. So this is a very good opportunity for me to um, uh, tell you about our program. But first off, I would like to thank our stakeholders for their support of our research program through the funding that we receive from the American Sugarcane League. I would also like to thank the growers for allowing us to conduct our research on their farms. Um, as you know, that allows us to make the most informed decision when we decide as to which varieties to uh, release for cultivation in the state. These trials allow us to sample the great diversity of growing conditions that these varieties would experience out there. So what we do is we go to about 12 different locations and we conduct our trials. So we sample um, conditions uh, such as soil types, weather conditions, different cultural practices to name a few things. I'm standing right here in our photo period and crossing facility. Here is where, uh, this is where it all begins. So, this, so behind me are the plants that we're going to be using for crossing this year. The genetic variation is the most important ingredient in any variety development program. We create genetic variation through crossing. So think about it in these terms. We shuffle the genes in the male parent and the female parent and when these genes come together they give us new genetic combinations that have never existed before. That's what you see as the flush of genetic variation in our seedling population. Unfortunately, sugarcane does not flower naturally under Louisiana conditions. So we have to trick the plants into thinking that they are in the tropics to make them flower. What we do is we push these plants into the photoperiod bay in and out of the photoperiod bay. Sugarcane is a short day plant. What that means is it responds to decrease in day length. So we push these plants in and out and by so doing we reduce the day length to which the plant is exposed one minute a day and that tricks the plants into flowering. Once the plants flower we have to determine if they are male or female uh, uh, parent. We do that by um, looking at the pollen under the microscope and we check for the abundance and the quality of the pollen. Those that have good quality and abundant pollen are considered male, and those that do not have good quality and abundance are considered female. We then hang the plants in the crossing house with the male on top and the female below the male plant. Once we have decided which parents are male and female on a particular day, how do we decide which parents to pair in a cross? We have a crossing program with a lot of information that we use to guide our decision. For example, we look at information such as the breeding value of the parent or parents. How have these parents performed in previous crosses with each other or with other parents? We also look at the pedigree information. We try to avoid making crosses of closely related parents as well as crosses between two parents that are susceptible to the same disease. We tap these plants every day, very early in the morning, to allow the male to shed its pollen onto the female plant. After we harvest the seed from the female, 
We then germinate that seed and grow it out. We have about 100,000 seedlings in here in the greenhouse. Each seedling is a genetically distinct individual and each one of them has the potential of becoming a variety and could potentially be planted in several acres around the state. So what you see now is the seed. It's called Fors. This cross was made in 2015 and it was the 48th cross made in 2015. The female parent of the cross is L97128 and the male parent is HOCP96540. Now that you've seen what the seed looks like, let's go take a look at the seedlings in the field. These seedlings are the year one uh, seedlings. These seedlings were planted in April of 2020. You can see the differences between the different families, but, I, but you'll see better when I show you year two seedlings that were planted sometime last year over there. These are the year two families, uh, seedlings. These seedlings were planted in April uh, of last year. They were allowed to overwinter. We'll actually walk through them this year, sometime in September, to conduct uh, selection. You can see the differences between families. These seedlings here belong to a different family, or mom and dad, or a cross, and these seedlings belong to another family. So we'll come here in April and we'll actually walk down these rows and we'll select these seedlings based on characteristics such as diseases. As you can see here, this one is showing a little bit of rust. We may tend not to select it. Here's a good example of a stock that's not going to make it through the program. It's not going to make it through the program because it doesn't have many um, stocks per stool. As you can see, it's not going to have the, the kind of plant height that we uh, want. So this is a seedling that I really like. It's um, uh, mid-June and it's already started putting some joints. As you can see, we're going to get a good height out of this seedling. The stock diameter is also uh, acceptable. Once we decide that we want to select the seedling, we use a knife and cut the stalk and check for pith. Those that have pith are tossed out. Those that do not have pith are kept. Then we then cut two stalks, drag those stalks outside and do a bricks test. We then check that bricks test um, with the bricks of uh, checks or cultivars that we have in the field. Those that have bricks that are higher than those of the cultivars are kept and planted in the next stage of the uh, program. We normally plant about 2,000 to 3,000 seedlings in the next stage of the program. So now we're in the first line trials. This is the first stage to be planted uh, using the clone that we selected from the seedling. We grew out 100,000 seedlings in the greenhouse, transplanted about 90,000 to the field, allowed it to overwinter, and we selected it sometime in September. And from that, we selected about 2,000 clones that we've now planted in these plots. As you can see here, I'm standing in, in front of a plot that did not make it. This clone did not survive, it didn't come, so obviously it's not going to be selected. Right next to it is another clone that we are not going to select. As you can see, for obvious reasons, it did not germinate well, it doesn't have enough uh, stalks. And right next to it is another clone that might make it through selection. You can see it's got a great number of stalks compared to this other plot over here. So that's an example of a, uh, a good clone that might make it through selection. As you can see, it germinated well and it filled the whole plot. We're going to get um, a great number of stalks in that plot. We're going to get a good uh, diameter and good height uh, to it. I'm standing here in our first clonal trial. Look at the great amount of genetic variability that we can see here in this very small area. Over here we have a uh, 
a clone that is diseased. You can see uh, the rust on the leaves. Obviously, this one is not going to be selected. Over here, we have another clone that's not as tall as uh, the clone that we have over there. You can see this one's already putting some joints. It's middle of June and it's already this high. So this is going to give us good plant height, good diameter. Obviously, we're going to be excited when we come to select. So this is the first stage to be established using clones. From now on, will be clonal selection. It will take about another 10 years before we would have enough data to be confident enough to recommend that clone for um, a release to the industry. So next time you see a single variety of sugarcane growing in tens of thousands of hectares across the state, remember that it came from a single seed and a single seedling. Thank you. Mm -hmm.